hello. Hello, hello everybody. Mate. Hello. Hello, mate. Happy, happy weekend, though. Happy mm-hmm. Sunday. In the words oh. of, um, oh, Christ, what's his name? Who's the guy who plays James Bond? Deuce Bigelow? No, the blonde guy. Um, My brain keeps screaming Daniel Radcliffe, that's how he Daniel can't. Craig. Daniel Craig, that's <laughs> Yeah, Daniel Radcliffe. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> The <Bond>. Weekend. <laughs> yeah, ladies and gentlemen. The weekend. I love that. That's a well. That's one of my favorite things is that people keep coming up with more sort of like Friday announcement like Twitter channels that are just <laughs> dedicated to it. Like uh, the Sailor, what is it? Congratulations, Sailor! You made it to Friday. Yeah, I, I, I love that shit. I like that one. You keep posting on Mondays. Another Monday, another battle. Another Monday, another fight. I'm, I'm trying to keep up with it every Monday <laughs> until people get tired of me, which is probably very, very soon. God. Oh, how have you been though, mate? How's your how's your week been? Uh been good. Just been uh yeah. just chilling, relaxing. Chilling. Yep. Vibing, as they say. Of course. The vibe. So uh what what have you been up to, pal? Uh fuck all to be honest with you, pal. <laughs> um working. Okay. Working a lot. Like just uh been a busy week. Had a lot on the old plate, you know? Yeah. Um, so I've just been trying to get through that, uh, which is mostly done, which is good. Like, a lot of the stuff that I was working on has been done. I've had, like, performance reviews that you'll be happy to know went well. Um, I don't actually care. Yeah, I know you don't, but <laughs> listen, I'm just telling you anyway. Fuck. Um, no, feel, feeling good. Feeling good in general. I'm just like, I, I, I do wish that there was more time at the weekend. I feel like yeah. Saturday I always just, like, lose myself in something. And then Sunday, I'm like, oh, shit, it's fucking Monday tomorrow. <laughs> like, we, could uh, have, we, we could have had it, mate. We could have had the uh, Jeremy the Corbyn, no surrender, four-day work week, three-day bender. I, I, I will never not be angry at how the media yep. treated our sweet, sweet boy, Jezza. Big Corbs. I'll never, never, ever <laughs> let that go. I will never let that go. Yeah. But regardless, um, thanks for asking how my week went. Um, my week's been... <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I was going to, but you said you didn't care, so suck it. Yeah, okay. Degeneration X. Oh, my work's going quite well. I had my first big reveal at work, finally. Aye, I saw, I saw. Finally able to communicate what game I'm... Well, one of the games I'm going to be representing. Oh, Giffy Reveal. Yeah, it's a train game, because I love trains. I mean, I didn't Choo-choo. choose the game, but it's very fortunate that I was put on that game. Because um, my brother loves trains. He has since he was little. In biosmosis, I know quite a bit about trains. My Even... dad drives trains. Yeah, yeah I believe we've uh, talked about this on the pod, actually. My dad's the owner of trains. <laughs> Your dad's the fat <laughs> controller. <laughs> he owns all trains. <laughs> He's met Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> Knows him personally. So yeah, I had no hiccups with that. Um, usually, I'm so used to like just chaotic announcements and stuff, but... Um, at a regular company, everyone seems to have the shit in on time, which is nice for me as someone. True, who's... yeah. You know, you, you know, there's no better feelings like when you got an announcement, and then you got everything ready like the day before, so you can spend the actual day off doing like last minute things, like making sure assets look the best they can look and all that stuff, rather than just spunking something out at the end of the day. Yeah, I think that's the thing is like I um I notice this a lot now that I'm sort of more in charge of my own stuff. Yeah, is that being given the sort of like the reins to things and being able to decide when things happen. Yeah. Um, it's just, it, things just go so much smoother. Cause like if I need to delay something, I can just 
delay it rather than hoping that somebody else delays it or whatever. You know, like, there's yeah. no there's no waiting for other people to do X, Y, Z. And if I do, if I'm waiting on other people and it's like, right, well, this clearly isn't going to be done on time. I can just be like, hey, let's just postpone it. Then I know in my head it's going to be postponed. I'm cool. Rather than being like, shit, I really need to postpone this. Well, why would they postpone it? Please postpone it. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> you just sat be there nice fuming. Like, and then as soon as like you're meant to make the announcement because you've already said it, all the people, all the fucking gamers are like, where is it? Where is it? You said it was going to be here. Where is it? Like, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Leave anyway, me alone. Speaking anyway. of being in control of everything. Uh, yeah. Watching new steps of Wonder Vision, pal. Oh, oh, okay. So as always, when we talk about we talk about fresh media. Um, Hot spoiler, fresh, baby. Spoiler alert! Spoiler, spoiler Sp- alert! Spoileronies. Um. Also, I want to do a big spoiler alert just because I tell you what, I tell you what fumes me. Right? It really, it really tickles me in a bad way, like <laughs> anally. Okay. Um, right. <laughs> like. Not that that's a bad way, always, but you know, um, like whenever you go on, like as soon as the episode's out, you go on Twitter like two hours later, and people are just posting like what happened. Yeah, I was like, what are you doing? Like it literally just came out like in the middle of the night US time. Yeah, and people are like, oh, here's a screenshot from it. Like what? What are you doing? Like why are you doing that? Like stop. And you, you, the the only way to get around it is to like add fucking like tag blockers and then people don't always use tags and shit yeah. it's like oh man just it's, it's annoying yeah it's usually like, stay off social media if there's like like if i hadn't stayed and watched the rumble i would just stay off social media luckily like all the people i follow and stuff and interact with they either don't care about the things i care about or they're on the same wavelength like there's one person who i know watches wandavision in all he posted was uh, just a big old caps like holy shit i can't believe it type thing but alluded to nothing um which is nice so yeah well i think i think one of the most sort of like um i guess frustrating things is that people seem to really they want to be the first person to get that joke in yeah they want to be the first person to get that like um you know retweetable screen cap from the show with something in like either about the story or a joke or just like oh my god i can't believe this happened Yep. So or they get all the RTs and engagement and shit. People are just like racing to do that. And even mm-hmm. if you don't follow those people, if someone just like, oh, I, I like that because I've seen the episode. Oh, it just pops up on my feed as well. Like, great. Cool. Yep. Like, thanks for that, man. Like, so someone posted the fucking, okay, so we can talk about spoilers now. Yes, we can. We've, we've already got a massive spoiler warning. Um, the fucking baby vision which is possibly the funniest <laughs> bit to me yeah. in the it's not even a spoiler yeah someone just, just posted it on twitter though and i was just like the fuck is that <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the funniest thing though so in in the episode basically if you you've probably seen it if you're listening at this point yeah um they do like a sort of uh it's more of like an 80s like intro yeah to the 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 tv series of you know wonder's world and it's like showing them as kids and stuff like that. And it's just got this fucking baby with just visions like red get up and like metal head thing. Yeah. And it's the funniest shit. It's just this chubby little baby, but he's he's red. <laughs> it looks so stupid, but I love it. But like I think even though it looks a bit naff, I think it's like it's appropriate to like the thingy Bob, because if she's 
it's alluded to like with everything falling apart around it. She's just not all there. So like she's just trying to approximate what Vision might have looked like as a baby. As a baby, yeah, exactly. Yeah, because obviously like, he was never a baby, was he? Nope. He was just a just a full on machine man. But yeah, the um the episode was a bit a bit wild this week. They've started to really I, I I much prefer this week's format to last week's. Whereas yeah. like last week's felt like very much a hey Here's what's actually been happening for you, you who didn't understand anything so far. Yeah. <laughs> like, whereas this week seems to be a kind of like a mixture. Yeah, of, the back. I much um, prefer the back and forth. Like, yeah, like I the think, two, the two realities. Yeah, like, they, I was, I was concerned going through episode three to four that we're going to do like one episode in the world, one episode outside, reacting to the past episode type thing. But luckily, that was a one and done by the looks of it, which is cool. Yeah, like I'm, it's um. I, I find it funny though that there are like there are people who are genuinely just like questioning like they needed that episode last week to sort of understand little bits and I'm yeah. like it's not some of it's not that hard to get it's not that hard to yeah. grasp but maybe that's just because I'm a fucking dork and I watch yeah. a lot of similar shit and I, you, you know are a fucking dork I am I really am but um no good good ass episode good ass episode a lot of shit going on um, uh... obviously. Go on. I'm a bit sour about it because, like, spoilers. Well, it's too late for that now. She made two babies out of nothing, and they, they seem to have the ability to age themselves up. And I was very yeah. sour that she stopped them because the the sooner those guys age up, the sooner they become characters that I love dearly. And I just want Tommy to become the horrible shithead that he's meant to be. He's not an evil person. He's just a massive bell end. They they will do it though, won't they? Like they they definitely will do it. Hopefully, but then again, I mean, they're showing really... no signs of like powers and stuff because Billy should have like sorcerer sorcerer type powers, like Doctor Strange, and Tommy should be really fast and shit. But maybe, not... maybe they'll get there. Maybe, maybe they'll get there when they they grow up more. Yeah, but that that, would that was that fucking mutants. freaky. Go on. That would imply that they're mutants. Yeah, but they're not. Yeah. Well, what not they even are. real. <laughs> True. True. What if they are real somehow? Oh no! Like I think they'll. I don't know how they'll do it, but I know. I don't know if we talked about this before, but like, eventually, if it follows the actual story, they'll just disappear, and their souls will be put into the bodies of actual people who have no relation to Wanda, and they'll just live their lives. Is different people, and they eventually come back uh, to Ah, yeah, 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 because a lot of the stuff is just people, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, no, the, like, the, the children themselves are entirely her creation, but they, she still, like, managed to make something with a soul. So, like, what happens in the comics is after, like, Professor X and Magneto are like, this isn't real, you need to, like, get rid of these kids. And she reluctantly finally does it after, like, killing 17 Avengers and remaking <laughs> reality. Um... They, they just get blipped out of existence, but like their souls just graft themselves to like two kids who get who just born in the arse end of nowhere. Like one's born on one side of the of the US, the other one's born on the other, but they just they're drawn together and they find out that they're brothers, not biologically, but by our souls. That's, that's that like see, that's my favorite thing about all this stuff at the moment though. It's one of my favorite things. I've discussed this with a friend of mine, is that one of my favorite things about this um whole like multiverse shit and all the stuff they're doing with WandaVision is that this is comic books. Yeah. Like this is this is what makes comic books fun. Like it's less 
Hollywood trying to make it serious and like yeah, trying to make it, trying to make it really approachable to the common man. Because I think they've already done that yeah. and they've already got people on board, like who maybe wouldn't be on board normally. Mm-hmm. And now they're just going full comic book, like different universes, all this mad shit. And that's fun. And I like that. And I hope they continue that. Yeah. It's fun. Very fun. Okay. But yeah, the, um, so the, the biggest, uh, the biggest wild point wild card of the episode which maybe the, the actress didn't she allude to it like unless that she was talking about something else yeah she said there was going to be a big reveal i don't know if like that was the big reveal might be an even bigger reveal down the line maybe there's more big reveals yeah more big. um but she answers the door at the end of the episode to pietro her brother but it's not the mcu pietro yeah it's what's his name evan is it evan peters yeah who is actually way better at Quicksilver, in my opinion. He is a much better Quicksilver than the other bloke. I think, yeah, I'd say he's, he's a lot more likable. Um, yeah, I think he's got the... so Because the Quicksilver that I remember is like from the X-Men animated series and shit. Yeah. And I think he's very like way sim- more similar to that. I think he's cheekier. I disagree. Um, maybe the cartoon one, but like the traditional Quicksilver is just like a arrogant proud smarmy ass which would the guy who's in the mcu got like peppered full of bullets um he was he was like that he's just like a he wasn't really that likable which is what quicksilver's meant to be because he's just like a a daddy's boy who's like in constant in magneto shadow um type thing nova protective of his sister um but like that doesn't have much legs like the best thing about quicksilver in the comics is like he shows little flashes of being a decent person, which can't really happen in the MCU where they've set it out like everyone's great type thing. It, yeah. Like a bit too dark. He, was, he felt more like a, like it works in the comics, but in the MCU, I think he'd, he'd look like they try to superimpose a DC hero into it because he's too brooding and too arsy and has so many like hangups and just problems and he's a bit edgy. Um, so I think swapping him out for the actual likable one is the best decision. And yeah, I think he's a. I don't know. I there's, there's just something about him that's like the the more likable actor to me as well. Like yeah. as the character. Like I mean, I I, I just relate it back to. Do you remember X Men Evolution? Like the yeah. show where were they all like teenagers and shit in that show? Or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it was more like, like like they aged down a couple of heroes apart from Wolverine. Who you can't age down because he's three hundred years. Yeah, old. Wolverine was just like the fucking dad of everyone, wasn't he? And that. Uh, like he just appeared every now and again to yeah. shout at boys would be mean to rogue, yeah. <laughs> so, pretty much. But no, I I, I kind of related to him in that kind of like he's more mm-hmm. more cheeky and more sort of like I don't know I say likable. Yeah. But yeah, um, so the whole conversation there, which is actually great, great little bit of patter from uh Cat Denning's character, I forget her name. Um, yeah. In this was when she said, "Why did she recast him?" Yeah. Um. Which is Patter, because um, obviously it is a different casting of him. Yeah. Um, but it's like my 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 theory, my game theory, if you will, um, is that they've pulled, she's pulled him from that universe because she can't actually resurrect people. Yeah, because like she resurrected Vision, but Vision is a machine. Yeah, yeah. she's not powerful yeah. enough to bring people back to life. Mm-hmm. Bet- and since. I think I think she she definitely is powerful enough to bring people back to life at least from what I know of her, um, because like, again, I'm tired of saying the sentence in the comic storyline. She kills Hawkeye like three times and brings him back to life 
at one point turns them into cubes and brings them back to life. But like, <laughs> I think it's a case of the way her powers work and the reason, like, the Cat Dennings character called it like hex or something. In yeah. in the comics, like, she does hex magic, which is like chaos magic, all off probability, and with her not being all there in the brain, she doesn't have full control over it. So she probably does have the power to bring Quicksilver back, but she doesn't have the mental stability to bring the right one back. To actually do it. Yeah, so she's pulled that one from yeah. whatever... Uh, I feel weird calling it the Fox universe. Because <laughs> like, if it was... If, if she universe. just pulled that one, like the, X, like the X-Men universe one over, he'd turn up and be like, who the fuck are you? Like, I don't know who you are. Like, type Yeah, thing. true, but true. He, so he's like partially who he's meant to be, partially not, because she doesn't exist in the, in the Fox universe. That's um, true, yeah. But I think It'll be it's interesting con- to see how they go. Yeah, I think it's confirmed that he is the one from the opposite universe, like just mashed together because, like the next Doctor Strange movie is going to be about multiversal things. Ant Man touched on multiversal things. The fucking... I mean, the planning multiverse is the next big thing. Yeah, the next... is, I, in my opinion, a great idea because not only does it make it way easier for them to just fucking pull anything out their ass yeah. and put it together, but it's fun. That's one of the fun comic book fundamentals, isn't it? Just yeah. all this wild shit going on. Yeah, and like the amount of people who've been pulled from different universes who've become like central characters in the proper universe, like Miles Morales and stuff. Like it just yeah. happens. And the in the new Spider Man, they're gonna have they're gonna have every Spider Man and fucking Willem Dafoe's coming back, which is amazing. Yeah, well, dude, Willem Dafoe coming back is incredible. Yeah. I love that. It's but gonna they, be so um... funny because he made some comments a couple of years ago, like how like you think superhero films these days are too loud and stuff. Now he's gonna be stuck in the middle of one, <laughs> right in the middle of one of the loudest ones. Mm. Like, but I, that's what I mean. Like, the, you can you can tell that like the multiverse theory thing, even if you're not familiar with comics or whatever, yeah. Um, just because of what they're doing with future productions, you can tell that that's where it's going. Yeah, like. Wonder Vision's meant to be like the catalyst, right? For a lot of this stuff. It's meant to be like the, yeah. the sort of intro point. It's this, this next and the phase. next Doctor Strange are apparently going to crack open the whole multiverse thing. I think Doctor Strange will appear at the end of the series. Probably. Oh yeah, he's, think... the, he's the one who's like, um, figures out what's happening at the beginning of the storyline in the comics where she goes, while everyone's like, why is this happening? Why is everyone dying? And then Doctor Strange turns up and goes, lads. <laughs> Is it not Lads. obvious? <laughs> I, I think like he'll definitely turn up. They'll, they'll like get in contact with him or something because he's still alive, isn't he, in the universe? Oh yeah, everyone's alive because it's after. Oh you know. yeah, it's post like when everyone came back. Yeah, know? yeah, but it'll be interesting to see. I've seen. Uh, I've been reading a lot of stuff about like uh, people. I mean, there's definitely something going on with Agnes, 100. percent Yeah, because like she's the only person who's just like, <laughs> just like watching the boys grow up, and she's like. <laughs> It's all good. Yeah. Like, what? Like, you just saw that happen. But I think there's going to be some wild shit soon with, like, Vision as well, because he's kind of, like, he's realizing what the fuck is going on here. Yeah. And he was really angry at the end of the episode, and he didn't have a chance to resolve that because the doorbell went. So, like, I I imagine the next episode is going to open with, like, what the fuck's going on? Either that or she'll just reset him again for another I think that that was a bit of a wild moment where he sort of, like, she tried to roll the credits on him. Yeah. Yeah, she tried to run the credits and he's like, no, 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 don't you fucking do this. Laura was like, it was like one of them things where somebody's talking too long at an award ceremony and they roll the music to shut them up. (laughs) 
<laughs> but it's like the the bit where he sort of like got into Norm's head and was like, yeah, that was creepy. You know, like let the real him out, and he's like, "What the fuck's going on? Where am I?" Like, <laughs> it hurts. Please stop. Like that was a bit wild. They're like, "Ooh, yeah, a bit bit crazy, bit craziness this week in the old uh, One Division." And it, it just but, shows that like whatever. Like I was talking to Laura about this because obviously we intensely just want to know what's going on and stuff. But I think because what gave Vision life in the first place was the Mind Stone. Like yeah. Mind Stone? Yeah. Um, and because her magic's a similar energy, and that's how she was able to destroy it. Like when they were saying, "Oh, we either got to, we've either got to take it off his head to destroy it to stop Thanos from getting it." Um, so I think right because that stone isn't there anymore, I think it's her magic keeping him alive. But because it's not at all stable, he's allowed to feel emotions now. So he's like getting angry, he's upset and stuff. Whereas before, he would have just been like, "Oh." okay, I'm going to be a robot. So I think him rebelling against her and being angry and stuff is also her fault. So like, I don't know how she's going to reconcile that. And it, I don't know if that's going to cause him to explode or something. Like when, like hopefully they'll eventually get her out and like calm her down and stuff. But does that mean Vision's just going to flop over dead? <laughs> <laughs> it should be, I think it should be very interesting though. Like it's, it's how many more episodes do we have left? Are we halfway through or? I don't know. I, I didn't see how many episodes there were meant to be. Because, like, it's, I'm wondering where we are. I'm wondering where we are in the series. Cause it's not... It's, it can't be too long left, right? Yeah, I don't know. I think, oh, uh, nine episodes. Nine episodes. Holy shit. So we are about halfway through. Just over. Like that was episode five, wasn't Yikes. it? How do they get so much stuff? How do they get... obviously there's going to be more than one series, I imagine. Uh, I'm not sure. I wonder. I know if it if it if like the episode nine ends on a big cliffhanger, I'm going to be mad as fuck. Laura's going to be mad as fuck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I, I I feel like it will lead. I don't know. I don't know if they could do a season two. I feel like they'll just. I feel like they'll lean this into whatever's next. Maybe. I don't know. That's what that's what I'm thinking anyway. But uh I love that if you look at the you know you like you Google something and it comes up with like the Wikipedia page and like related wiki pages. Yeah. It's just got too many cooks as like a related. Yeah. Which is one of my favourite like shorts on the internet. I fucking love too many cooks. You've seen it, right? Uh no, I still haven't seen it. Oh man. I mean you'd probably be a bit scared. No, I know you. I know you. I'm scared you don't of like it. Me. You don't timid like little boy. But it is the best, like just surreal, like dark comedy thing. Like it's so good. It's so so good. There's too many cooks, and then there was the um, fuck. What was the other one called? Lasagna Cat. Uh, that sounds familiar. Don't know if I've seen it though. So Lasagna Cat was like a it was like a YouTube channel where they did almost like recreations of Garfield shorts. Yeah. With like real people and like a guy in a Garfield costume and shit, okay. um, and it was it was like surreal weird shit. But then they went like really really weird towards the end of it, towards the end of the plans. Yeah. Um, and they started like taking the piss out of the guy who made Garfield because he's re- apparently the guy who made Garfield is really, really like weirdly like thinks that Garfield is the best thing ever made. I mean, like, he really loves himself. 
No, but it, it, it's to a weird degree. Like when a lot of Garfield is just like the same four comics over and over again. Yeah. Um, but it's really odd. But they were taking a piss out of that, and then they did this one where they, like, they asked people to call into this line, and you call in, and it tells you, it asks you, um, how old you are, um, and how many uh, sexual partners you've had. Yeah. On this line, and then they made a full-on, like, I think it's like four hours, five hours long video of them in turn reading the paper hearing a doorbell like you know john garfield and fucking odie like turn one at a time hearing the doorbell answering the door and it's like a, a mannequin that speaks one of the things that yeah. says like you know um gary zero um for example fair <laughs> like fair. it plays all that right it does all that stuff um and then like right at the end of it it just turns into some weird like thing with some Russian girl giving birth to a Garfield or something or a, a John maybe it's it's wild but like that and that's how they ended it they just did some weird like six hour long video and just ended it but yeah. I, I, I I fucking I fucking love it dude I love like surrealist shit okay. it, it's it's the best stuff yeah oh it's four hours and 40 minutes long jeez yeah, it's it's interesting. <laughs> it's it's interesting. Not the word I'd use for it, but but I I love watching all these videos of like this kind of stuff, not explained, but when they dive into it, yeah, and people sort of like tie things together because clearly there are clues placed in this stuff always. In all yeah. these surreal things, there's always stuff that you meant to kind of figure out. Yeah. And they like place little clues to it, and the fact that it's the same, same Bloodborne. To be honest, I love watching like Vaughty videos shit because yeah, it's just course, like yeah. here's all this stuff that's completely unexplained, but then the devs are like, yeah, he's right. <laughs> like, well, yeah. Speaking of Bloodborne and video games, Bombs. video games, playing, game. Good segue. I'm the segue king. Speaking of stuff, um, <laughs> speaking of stuff and things, let's talk about <laughs> stuff and things. Oh, I love a bit of stuff, love a bit of things. Sometimes I like stuff and things at the same time. Right, slow down. Go on. Go on, what are you saying? I am. Um, I've been playing a game called Dyson Sphere Program. Ah, you were telling me about that. How is it? It is amazing. It's so like this. It feels so big that there's no end to it and there's really no point to what I'm doing because if I build a Dyson Sphere in space it's not going to really do anything but it's just like um, the whole thing is like large industrial chains and like complex like factories producing things to produce another thing it's just like supply lines and stuff like that and resource management and stuff like that and it's just really relaxing to play and like it's all very it looks great he plays a little robot guy and you run around collecting resources or you automate and stuff and there's like conveyor belts everywhere so you've got like end up with like a and the planets are like cartoonishly small type thing so you can cover an entire planet with like industry and stuff and it looks cool and it's not cool in real life you wouldn't want to murder a planet in real life but in a game it's nice and uh satisfying to see like your large systems like contributing to uh, making this big Dyson sphere, and I've gotten to the point where I'm, I've created these giant rail guns that fire the panels into space. So I'm starting to see this huge fucking Dyson sphere slowly form in the heavens. Space ranger. Yeah, it. I've just had to blast off to another planet to find all that isn't available on the planet I started on. So you can actually just you you just 
infinitely go from planet to planet and just keep mining them depending on how big you um seed the world at the beginning but no it's just one of those games where you can just listen to a podcast watch a film while you play it watch the youtubes as the kids call them it's just been really nice it's been really relaxing help me just potato at the end yeah of the I, I kind of vibe i kind of vibe with that kind of stuff as well it's just like mm-hmm. you know like you, you can just do it whilst you do other stuff like you can just play it casually there's no need to really pay attention sometimes it's nice to have a game like that yeah, and if you like, if one of your supply chains runs out of resources and stuff, there's no like loud honking like you're gonna die. This is failing, blah blah. It's just like you've run out of resources, man. Do you want to get get rid of fixed it when you can, pal? Like, yeah, because <laughs> like it's not you're not creating a Dyson sphere because the planet's gonna explode and you're on a timer. It's just like we're just gonna reap this galaxy for all its minerals. <laughs> Enjoy, take yourself, everything pal. it's worth and yeah. run. That's kind of cool, though. So that's what I've been playing. How about you? Um, so I have been well. One we tried out Barrow Trauma, didn't we? Which is fucking funny. Oh, Barrow Trauma, so like funny. I would be up for another game of that. I think like, people are trying maybe... to get together today. Um, yeah, if you if you want to play it today, hit me up. I'll be, I'll be down. Yeah, it's, I think it'll be later. It's, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing in that game. Oh, um, me neither. I think I spent a whole like a grand five seconds alive. Yeah. Uh, which is like not ideal. The thing is, um, it's so hard to survive when shit hits the fan, but the game is oh, the funnest 100%. when shit is hitting the fan. <laughs> I mean, that's the fun thing about it. Yeah, it's it's really in depth as well. Like when you like, because for before you played, um, there was a period where there's only like five of us had the game, so we would try to play it properly and stuff, and like just get, having the time to look into like the rewiring the ship and stuff like that. It's so it's got such a depth to it where you can have fun if you're playing like properly or you're just farting about and like staging a mutiny and stuff. This in it, it in the stuff where like I was dressed as a clown running around honking, annoying everyone on the ship. So Ryan tased me, handcuffed me, put me in the armory where the only way to get out was a ladder, but you can't climb ladders when you've got like <laughs> handcuffs on you. So they had a break and I'm just in there after cutting joker mode. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. Like, I, one of the games we played together, like, I walked into this... We were in like a town before we even fucking set off. Yeah. The, the and I was just like, well, what happens if I just bash this person in? <laughs> just do him in, this random civilian. And then all the fucking cops came down and started blasting me. And I was dead immediately. And that was it. That was like, right, well, like that's me dead for the whole game. <laughs> like, yeah, there was a like, time where... Um, it, wasn't, it wasn't this harsh, but one of us... I can't remember who it was. It wasn't me. I was still on the sub. Um, but somebody didn't realize that you you can steal on the game, so they opened a cupboard and pulled out um like a welding torch or something. I was like, oh, this will be useful. And then everyone on the station was like, what are you doing? You're stealing. Arrested them. So they didn't get killed, but they got put in handcuffs by security. So I was playing as a security officer. So I just strapped loads of guns to myself, went upstairs with the, the intention of just shooting my way in and liberating them. But... Uh, <laughs> Ryan had the. It turns out all he needed to do was be a security officer with a pair of keys and go undo the the um handcuffs yourself and be like, yeah, they're under my jurisdiction now. I'll sort them out. But I was ready to just. <laughs> it's a wild one because it's like it's very much like it is daunting to start playing. Mm-hmm. Like as soon as you jump in, there's no tutorials, there's no fucking guidance really to anything. Oh, there are tutorials, but not in like the oh, not in the multiplayer. Pop right? on and have a look. Um, yeah, and it's very much just like it's it's wild. 
It is. Like it's it's very very just like what what is going on here? Like I don't know what I'm doing. I think I set a fire when you were trying to teach me how to do like that kind of shit. Like you were trying to teach me how to uh, what do you call it? Do the electricity, and I think I I unplugged yeah. something and set fire to the room immediately. Um, so <laughs> it's fun though. It's fun. But I've been playing. I tell you what, I started playing last night. Which I really think you should get involved in, and we can play it together. Yeah. Um. I downloaded Valheim. Right. Mm, yeah. Ryan was talking about that the other day. Is that any good? So the wildest thing for me is that survival games in early access is like a, a Steam just sort of fucking standard. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like it's just a standard. It just it, it, it's constant. It always happens. But they're always getting mixed reviews. They're always like arc related shit. You know what I mean? They're always just like. Yeah. You know, whatever. Um, but this one has a 95% overwhelmingly positive on Steam. Okay. Which for an early access survival game is just unheard of. Yeah. Absolutely unheard of. So you think it's, um, it's corruption that's been bribing people, yeah. But the thing is, like, it fucking slaps. It does slap. Like, it's it's meant for... It's rather than having, like, big servers of people, I think it's meant as more of a co-op game. Yeah. Like you can have like a server of up to ten people, mm-hmm. so I think it's meant for like little little either duels or like co-op gameplay. Um, the fighting is kind of I don't want to say Dark Soulsy, but like everything has a bit of weight to it, and yeah. it's very much like you got to dodge stuff, and you know it actually has a good combat system, and I think that's the big thing. A lot of survival games like they put that last, like the combat system seems to be a second, like an afterthought. Yeah. Whereas in this one, the combat's actually pretty good. So I can see myself having a lot of fun like exploring and like slaying stuff. But okay. I was playing it last night for about two hours and a half, and it's just so fucking comfy. It's just so, so comfy. Okay. Like, I was just building stuff and like hunting boars in my area and like trying to chop down some trees. Some boars in your area. Oh, it, it was bloody good, man. It was really, really fun. Um, so I'm definitely going to play some more, and you should play it with me. You should get it and play I it. I will see about it. It's 15 quid as well. Mm, that's too steep for me, sorry. That's it's incredibly no. cheap. That's a no from me. <laughs> okay. 15 quid is a no from you. You're a bougie fuck now. Yeah, man, I'm job. kidding, man. You get some fucking, what is it, strawberry jam or whatever you've been buying. Raspberry jam, actually. <laughs> Tipton's. <laughs> what? Whatever your bougie dream is, you can't. Even, I can't believe you didn't even go all the way and buy like Bomb Mama. Ah, oh, I'm not. I'm not a Tory, mate. Dude, Bomb Mama is fucking good though. Listen, I'll I'll be the first to admit it's bougie as fuck. I just want but... like um. So hopefully, my crypto stonks take off, and me and Laura can get a big house and just a massive fuck off greenhouse and just. I don't, I don't even know how you go about making or like cultivating preserves, but I'll get into it if I ever have enough money. To I would it. love to get into making jam. Oh, yeah. It's the dream. Have a bee house as well. No, fuck bees. Oh, you don't like bees? I hate insects in general. Bees are cute, but I can't be anywhere near them. I hate insects. I, I really do. I, I, if they're anywhere near me, my, my instinct is to smash them. Oh. I don't have that with bees because they're so fluffy. If that makes sense, they just look like comical little balls of fluff that are sentient. There is in the summer, um, well, the tail end of summer when we first got pickle, she used to sniff around on the floor if there was like a bee, because towards the end of summer, like some of them like lose their way home and they fall down and shit. 
And she'd like sniff them and I'd pick them up and like put a little sugar water on a spoon and like get them back to hell so they can fly off and stuff. It's just, bees are cool, man. <laughs> Protect the bees. I mean, bees, I, I like bees, but I don't like them in my vicinity, if that makes any sense. Well, they wouldn't be in your vicinity. They'd be outside in a beehive. They wouldn't be in my vicinity. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I would like... Buzz off. <laughs> I would like to win the Euro Millions because there is a, there's a mansion um, near us in Forestall that's going for 1.2 million. It's and it is, it is perfect. Like, and it's reasonable for the size. Like, even though 1.2 million is a crazy is an amount. insane amount of money. I'll likely never see in my lifetime. But for the size of it, where it is, and just like how much we love the area, like it would be ideal if we won the Euromillions. We just buy that and just, just beehives everywhere, greenhouses, our own crops and stuff for when society collapses. It'd be great. It's, um, yeah, it's like I don't know. Like I, I could, I could make jam, but yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be too into the actual making of the jam. I'd be more interested in the jam itself. Yeah. Like I don't want to like put a lot of love into my jam. I just want free jam. Wow. <laughs> I just want. I just want to like have a constant supply of strawberry jam because I, I I'm I'm getting hooked on the stuff again. It's one of those things that I don't know if you do this, but I do this all the time. I don't have something for the longest time. Yeah. And then as soon as I do, it's like, it's my everything. I love it. I'm like, fuck, I've not had that for like seven months. Now I'm going to have yeah. it every day until I hate it again. <laughs> like, until I really hate it again. And jam, strawberry jam right now, is that that's it for me. Yeah. I would strawberry jam like every morning. Yeah, I'm the same with raspberry jam. Like, I'll go through cycles. Um, and then I'll just be like, oh, I remember how good raspberry jam is. And then we're straight back in, baby. Blueberry jam <laughs> as well. I used to stray away from blueberry jam because for some reason my idiot Neanderthal brain was like, blueberries probably taste like blackberries, and that's a bit too sour oh, for jam. Blueberries are all right. But, yeah. I like a good blueberry muffin. Mm-hmm. I, fuck with, I fuck with blueberry muffins. Yeah. But, well, um, yeah I might have a go at Valheim. We never know. Yeah, I do know it. Do Ryan has me? been banging on about it. He's, if you look in the, like, the main chat. From the He's server, currently you know, playing, I saw. Yeah. Um, he's been talking about it, trying to get people to buy it. But the thing is, like, the thing that makes me reluctant to buy games that people recommend is, like, at least in, like, group chats and stuff, is, like, someone will say, oh, buy this game, then we all buy it, and then we never play it. Yeah, 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 I feel you. That, that, I feel you on that. That tickles my ass <laughs> in the bad way. <laughs> my ass. My ass. My fucking ass. Um, <laughs> no, it's it's one of those that like I, I definitely uh, I, I I picked it up on a an impulse almost. Yeah. Just because I saw people playing it. Yeah. Um, but I'm definitely into it. Like even it's one of those that even if I think it would be fun with other people, but I think it's also playable alone, which is kind of nice. Oh, that's good. Like a lot of survival games, you kind of like you stuck if you don't have a team. Yeah. Whereas it feels like I could definitely just chill and play this on my own. Like just build a little, build a little house and yeah. go exploring and shit. The world's huge as well. Mm-hmm. Xbox huge. It's it's fucking thanks Xbox. It's huge. Happy Easter Xbox. Um, <laughs> so, what's <laughs> so, up, Usher? Is it sort of like for me games like that? Like I'm mm. not too asked about the adventure aspect. Like in Minecraft, when everyone's like, "All right, we've got enough resources, we've got a big armor, we're gonna go into the Ender Zone or whatever the fuck it's called," I'm like, "I don't care. I just want to." Yeah, see, this is 
this is this is the cool thing about survival games. You can definitely do this in this as well. Um, when I play with friends, we usually, not by choice, end up dividing ourselves into like who does what. Yeah. Not just because of like you say, all right, you're doing this, you're doing that. It's just naturally what we enjoy doing. So like a couple of people will be like, oh, I'm just going to build the base. I'm just going to sit here and farm materials and build a farm and build a little base and stuff like that. Yeah. And some of us are like, no, we just want to go fighting and go killing stuff. You can definitely do that in this game. Like if you want to just spend time building, there's a lot of building materials. There's a lot of things to sort of like learn, um, like recipes and stuff. Yeah. Um, you can, I think you can make a little farm as well. Um, you can definitely like you have like cooking spits where you can cook meat and stuff. Like you could definitely do all that kind of shit. Oh yeah, farming, building—that's my kind of shit on those games. Yeah, you can do that 100. Like, there's loads of different um materials and loads of different like pieces of building, so you can have like you know you can make like a big Viking compound if you wanted to. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's in that really case, cool. it sounds like it's right up my alley. I just wish um because I've got a I, well, my computer's like four years old now, so I'm hoping it can run it. Um, but I just wish I had a second computer because like that that shit is the stuff that Laura likes as well. I know like half these games that we play together, like with farming and stuff, because we've been playing Stardew Valley like every night before bed. It's very adorable. Um, and I'd just be really into it. Like I could never get into Stardew on my own, but like because there's certain aspects of it I don't care about. But like having to having someone else to play with sort of like brung 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 me brung me into it. Um. <laughs> So yeah, I'm sort of in that space where I'm just enjoying games like that at the moment, where I'm like can produce things in game and it's just satisfying. Not like that's why the Dyson Sphere program game appealed to me so much. Um, and yeah, I'll give Valheim a go, I guess. Yeah, it's. Um, I I think you'd enjoy it. I really think you'd enjoy it because it's it's just different to a lot of the other ones. It's third person. It's just like. It just feels nice. Like the, it doesn't feel as janky. Like a lot of survival games feel super jank. Where this one the, doesn't. Is the building and farming awkward because it's third person, or is it? Not no. So the it it can be sometimes when you're trying to place something and you have to like climb on stuff to place it or whatever. But the building is actually very very good. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the cool things is like they have a feature where things snap together. Okay, so nice. you can choose to you can choose to unsnap as well, like by pressing shift or some shit. So you can say like, okay, I want this piece to be here, and you're like, right, do you want it to snap into the other piece of the wall to like combine them, or do you want to just have it on its own or whatever? Nice. Yeah, like it's it, it's pretty good. The building's pretty good. Like obviously, in any of these games, I would really really appreciate it if they had some sort of actual build function, yeah. like where you could just like top down it and just place things. But it, it works fine. I guess that would fun. take away like the survival aspect of it because if you could just yeah exactly so I guess nearby, like, maybe... like I'm going into builder mode bye yeah exactly like maybe you know if something's approaching you maybe you want to build like a little fucking wall or something or like a little house like Fortnite that shit yeah. um but no I, I think you should get it and we can be little Viking warriors together I will do so speaking of a uh, Viking family speaking of Viking warriors um if you're a wrestler pal. What would you gimmick me? Viking warriors. Great segue again. <laughs> like this is just like it's just you like fucking Gary's best segues of the week at this point. Because they're all shit. Because um, we were talking about <laughs> fuck you. So, <laughs> we were talking about like you wanting to get into wrestling a bit more. Yeah. So, uh if you were a wrestler, from what you've seen or what you know, um, what would your gimmick be? Would you if you got an idea for one? And I'll let you know if it nice. already exists. <laughs> <laughs> so I I always think, right, like 
for me, it's the flashier wrestlers that are the like best ones. Yeah, like the guys that go full blown, sort of like looking cool as fuck, but not to the extremities of like something like the Miz or whatever. Even though I do like that guy, oh, I wouldn't want to be like. I wouldn't want to be like a. Yeah, I, I think he's cool, but I wouldn't want to be like a, you know him like Hollywood like Hollywood bad boy kind of thing. Yeah. Like I would rather just be some like absolutely like bougie gold motherfucker. Yeah. But it's just like super fucking like woke at the same time. And just <laughs> like do you know what I mean? Like just be like this absolute like gold the golden socialist, that's what I call it. Well, I'd just him, be like it wasn't uh, socialism, but um Daniel Bryan, I think it was three years ago. After he came back from... Wasn't he like an eco-warrior kind of thing? Yeah, he had the belt converted into this wooden, like, yarn thing that was completely recyclable. And he'd come out and lecture people on, like, uh, how they were killing the planet and stuff. And he'd cut promos on the actual, like, arenas that the shows were being held in. Because they'd have, like, special burgers and stuff for, like, the sports teams. And he'd go around just giving them hell for, like, doing stuff like that. He was so funny because he's actually a vegan. Um, yeah, I'd ever use it. I'd ever use my platform to like absolutely spread my propaganda. Or I would like. Have, have they ever had a chef character? Uh, yes, I believe. Because so. I feel like a chef character would be really good. Like a like a sort of just like Gary. R- <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to bring up Gary Rhodes again. Jesus. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, um, fuck. Who's a chef that's not Gary Rhodes? A Swedish chef in the moment. <laughs> yeah. I can always talk about him because he can't live or die. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, like a chef, like a chef bit, I think would be good. Yeah, like because you could do, you could do a lot of like a lot of shit about getting like other, getting other wrestlers with their your your allies or your enemies or whatever into like you know cooking in the ring and shit. Then you could like put somebody through a fucking George Foreman or whatever. Yeah, like you could just <laughs> like. Pile drive fucking brought Lesnar into a George Foreman grill. <laughs> yeah, well that that's more like mid nineties. They used to like the the gimmicks people used to be like a regular person with a regular job and they just turn up wrestling. So it was like a there was a guy who was a bin man. There was uh, like all kinds of stuff. Um, I like that shit though. I think yeah, that's just so more fun. that's more along those lines. But there's one slightly related element that was quite hilarious one time where Kane came back. I think it was like in 2014, I want to say. And he stopped wearing the mask and stuff. And he was like in the back pocket of like Vince McMahon stuff. And he kept, he went by corporate cane and he always wore a suit. And then he lost a match at the start of an episode of Raw, which meant he had to, um, if he lost, because he was like trying to take down this baby face. And like if the baby face won, it like Triple H and all the evil people got really angry with him and devoted him to concessions, Kane. So for the rest <laughs> of the episode, he was in a concession stand, like giving out hot dogs and stuff. What the fuck? It was so funny. And then like obviously the the good guys went backstage and like were harassing him and stuff and like squirting him with ketchup and shit. It was so funny. Like just <laughs> That that'd be a good bit. Yeah. Like just it, you get like not promoted or demoted, but you get like stronger or weaker depending on how many matches you win or lose. Yeah, well, that's like that. That would be a good bit. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a fun bit. Yeah. Like, like Samson, you know. <laughs> like every every match I win, I become stronger. Steal, steal your opponent's life force at the end. Yeah, just you just kill everyone. <laughs> you just actually murder them. None of the, none of this match like. Send him to another dimension. Shit, it's just like yeah, that character doesn't exist anymore. The dead. 
Well, we used to do that on um, SmackDown versus Raw games. So what we'd do is we'd create like outlandish characters. We could use your own, like, because what we we'd all like make ourselves and like try and make the stats like balanced and stuff. So for me, like, I'd have no strength because I'm only five six and stuff. But like, I'd be quicker and stuff. But we'd make custom characters. I think I made Mark Henry, who was just Mark Henry, but like two foot tall. <laughs> and then I tried to make Big Bird one time, and we had this rule where if like we had a rivalry going on they could get put in a match for like ultimate deletion this is way before matt hardy's ultimate deletion stuff but like so if you lost you lost that custom character and they were like banished to the shadow realm they can never use them again and ryan was the best out of all of us at the game because he could tap out of pins like really fast because it used to be a button matching system they've changed it so like that's good um and he lost his actual character so, like, the next match after he lost his character, he just cloned him and came, brought him back as a robot. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Like, yeah, like, I don't know. Shit like that's, that's what's fun about, like, wrestling in general, yeah. isn't it? Like, that kind, of, that kind of idea is fun. Um, I don't know. Maybe I could be, like, I could be, like, an Italian guy who always brings a lasagna to the ring. Okay. And like, depending on the opponent's reaction to my lasagna, I get like really fucking fired up or some shit. Like that's my only gimmick. <laughs> the door, like, like <laughs> there's nothing, there's nothing else to my character other than I made you lasagna, and they're like, they like slap it out of my hands, and I'm like, you motherfucker. <laughs> hey, what's the big idea? Hey, you fucking making lasagna. <laughs> And then um, I just go nuts. I go sicko mode. I don't have to do it on Raw because Raw's garbage these days. But on SmackDown, when some people come out, they have like the side panel sometimes with like stats. And, like you know, all your says is like, just a is a Mets fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just a big pile of like fresh lasagna every time. It'd be such a fucking waste of food as well. <laughs> just like, yeah, just and that, that could be my that could be my gimmick. And you could have like, oh, I could take over and have like a make the ring look like a lasagna. Yeah. Like layered. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe we could just fill the ring with mints. <laughs> just have a That'd mint sauce and just wrestle in the mints. <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely disgusting. I can't. I can't. That'd be, I can't that'd be funny that. as fuck. <laughs> just wrestling in the meat. <laughs> Probably incredibly unhygienic, but <laughs> cooked meat though. Not like not raw. See, for my gimmick, I think it's been. Like, I think it's got to be done, but it's got to have been done before. And if not, Vince McMahon, get on the phone, give me the money. Um, but my guy'd be a mime, but every time he puts up an invisible wall, like nobody could punch through it. But I can only do it like twice a match. Obviously, I just wouldn't. <laughs> twice a match, you've just got like limited power sources. <laughs> yeah, so like, I'm just getting the the shit kicked out of it. So I managed to like get a. a a kick in or something and while they're recovering from like I kicked them in the head I'll just like quickly do the wall thing and then they try and punch me in the face and for some reason they just can't because there's now actually an invisible wall there that they can't punch through what if you just like like went into the corner of the ring and then put walls up there yeah stuff like that and then they have to go outside nobody and could like, hurt you. find ways to get around my invisible walls but obviously that's not a, that's not a main event gimmick I wouldn't go much higher than a mid card uh, comedy gimmick but I'd be happy like to sit in that pocket. Die hard Graham Norton fan gimmick. 
where all you talk about is Graham Norton. There's nothing else to your character. He just he just wrestles normally. Does nothing about it in the ring. But in all the interviews, he's just like, yeah, enough about me. Have you seen the latest Graham Norton show? Just like, just but, uh, what sort? Of, that would have like no crossover for like US audiences. No, it wouldn't at all. And that's the best thing about it. No one would get it. <laughs> I think that'd be the funniest shit. Just stuff that no one would get. Just like I don't know, a little fucking country file fan or some shit. <laughs> like just. Some stuff that nobody would get at all. Michael Caine impersonator. <laughs> so, like, you, I don't know why he's got, like, my character's called Antonio for a second there. Like, so, think about the lasagna guy again. But, uh, <laughs> Antonio, Antonio lasagna, that's my, uh, that's my Italian name. Oh, right, I've got another gimmick for you. I'm a guy with notoriously brittle bones. <laughs> <laughs> wait for it I also have a day job though I'm an ambulance driver so I always drive to the ring in an ambulance but I always leave in the ambulance <laughs> so that that'd be just like you'd be one of those people that would just they would use you once <laughs> like and that's it they'd use you to like make fucking I don't know some big bad wrestler at the time look even worse wouldn't it just like <laughs> Like, what did you do? Oh, I bad this guy. It's like like they brought a guy in a wheelchair in or something and had like Rikishi stink face him or something like that. <laughs> they probably did that back in the day. No, yeah, absolutely. They probably did shit like that back in the day. Actually, it was funny though. Yeah, I mean, I I I will never forget the fucking supermarket brawl. Yeah. Oh, like Booker T in there. Yeah, Booker T and Stone Cold. It's the funniest shit. Where he thinks he's locked him up in this freezer and he just emerges from a different one with milk (laughs) in his hands and just clobbers him with the milk. (laughs) It's great. (laughs) He's just there chugging milk, Stone Cold. He's like... (laughs) He puts him through the... um... He puts him through the checkout, doesn't he? Yeah. Like, I get a prize check on a jackass. Just <laughs> slides him through. Oh, that's fucking funny, dude. Oh, that's so funny. I think the... Yeah, oh, carry on. Go on, go on, go on. My final gimmick idea would be to be like a, like a Japanese Sentai hero. Like, I turn up looking like Ultraman and stuff, and I've got like armbands that look like they've got gadgets inside of them but none of the gadgets ever work like they misfire they fire back at me and just like i I, because for me the best thing about wrestling is like the fact that it can't be taken seriously and people who do take it seriously are a bit cringe um yeah so like i'd want to be just a a silly fucker i don't want to be like winning titles and stuff it's nice to have a title belt but like i just want to go outside just have a laugh and just like just like I'm firing confetti out of my elbows and stuff instead of towards my enemies. I'll get DQ'd for like firing bean bags at people that don't actually harm them. But I've managed to like so like say I get a title shot for the IC title, mid card belt, where I, I should be sitting and stuff. And I just ruin my chances because I want to fire confetti at someone. <laughs> <laughs> it's not legal. And everyone's after oh. and every after every match, like if people ask me why did you do it? Like I think the gimmick would be good if like I actually fight them, I'm doing really well, and then I always get myself DQ'd at the end because I want to use like this new gadget I've made. And then when people are like, Why did you do that? You lost your chance to win the title. I was like, I do this for justice. Just delusional, <laughs> like white meat baby face, like everything is for justice. I need to defeat them no matter what. Belts aren't important to me, justice is important to me. 
You sound like the hurricane though, just like on crack. <laughs> no, because the hurricane, like, he wants to win, he wants to choke slam people, whereas I'm just I think it's an actual fight between good and evil. That'd be, that'd be pretty fun though. That, I I don't know. I think the more absurd stuff is fun. Yeah. Like it is it is funny. Like it's just absurd shit is funny. But then you get like you get some wrestling fans who are like, well, I mean, um, that guy taking that guy into his hell dimension was um, established canon, but this guy dressed as a banana, what's that about? No. <laughs> like, you, why is he dressed as grapes? Are you ever a wrestler called Orange Cassidy? No, but is he an orange? No, but he, he, his nickname is Freshly Squeezed Orange Cassidy. Basically, he's a guy, <laughs> he's a guy who wears a lot of denim sunglasses shows no emotion whatsoever gives half ass thumbs up to people he just like doesn't look like he wants to be there and like he's always jay simpson character no he's always got his hands in his pockets and stuff it's like when people try and wrestle him he like keeps his hands in his pockets and does give ups and stuff and he looks like he's just putting in the least amount of effort possible and like the crowd reacts like he's doing amazing things so like he'll wind up for like a sweet chin music and like just half assedly like flop at their ankles with his foot oh i think i've seen this guy and like I think, yeah. I think that stuff's amazing, but like it's, it's people funny. Like, like, oh, it's not wrestling. <laughs> yeah, that, that stuff's funny though. That's great, man. I love that shit. Like, like that's the pocket I'd want to be in. Like, cause yeah, that's that's just funny shit, isn't it? What about yeah. like OJ Simpson's lawyer as a <laughs> as a character, just he's like, sliding away from everything? <laughs> no, absolutely not. But um, on a similar um vein, there's there's. I, even if I can be a wrestler, I want to be a manager because like managers could be so good and so funny and enhance like storylines so well. It's this guy who use um he on the Indies he's like called Stokely Hathaway. He's like five foot six, like just really mouthy. And he's so funny and he's amazing on Twitter. And I think there was a trend on like Twitter or TikTok going around with like um women like dancing. I think it was just, like one of the like some twerk challenge or something. And one of the female wrestlers looks like they're about to do it. And then when she drops down, it switches to a clip of him. He's like, oh, I thought you thought you were going to see something, did you? Come on, we're going to watch Chronicles of Narnia. And then he like <laughs> moves the camera over to his laptop on the set. He's watching fucking Chronicles of Narnia. I, I like, need to get more into wrestling, man. Just because I, I say not more into it. I just want to start. I want to start watching some of the shows because like not the, not the regular shows, but the, the big events. They call them the PPVs, however. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just because they're fun yeah they are it's, it's a lot of fun and you get um like one thing that it sucks because it don't happen so much because of obviously the pandemic but on wrestlemania weekend usually in or around the city that's held in there's loads of like indie events get um held so there's there's this wrestler who's um because there's been quite a, a an interesting movement over the past few years of like gay and lgbt uh, wrestlers um and they have this event called effie's big gay brunch which is hilarious and like people get together and like it's flamboyant and everyone gets to like be who they want to be and uh, that's quite cool and former ufc fighter josh barnett has this event called josh barnett's blood sport where he gets like wrestlers mma fighters together he gets them in this like ring without ropes and they have like shoot fights with each other and it's all just fun you get like events like that popping up and but obviously that can't happen this year because but, but like wrestling's so nice like when you get past the weird people on the internet who are like yeah, all like invested it's, it's, in these oiled up men? It's all it's it's like it's basically just a combination of like improv yeah. with athleticism. Yeah, like that's it. It's just it's fun improv 
with like, like wrestlers are just theater kids who got both. Yeah, I mean, one of the biggest wrestlers like five years ago was Grado because and all he did was do the Goldberg entrance, like head button walls and like coming out with like security. But all he did was replace Goldberg's music with fucking Madonna's. Um, like, yeah, I remember prayer. that. That like, is like a prayer. One it? of the best entrances of all time. It's like that's that's the, that's what I like about wrestling. Just how dumb and silly it is. But yeah, like he, you can tell, like it. people, you can tell people have fun with it as well. Like that's, I think that's why a lot of, uh, a lot of like MMA folks are moving over to wrestling, mm-hmm. um, is just because like it's more fun for them. Like they get to, they get to flex their like athletic, you know, muscle and stuff. But it's not like one of those things where, um, it's not like one of those things where there's like that pressure from the fans to do well and that your career if you lose is gone kind of thing you yeah. know because that, that, that can be the case in like a high level sport right like you lose three or four ufc fights in a row and they're gonna be like well do we really want to re-sign them yeah like you know like are, they, are you gonna get any opportunities at that point mm-hmm. like probably not you know yeah um but yeah it's just like <clears throat> i think that's there's a lot of mma people who are in there lately and you can tell they're having fun like I was, uh, I was looking up. I thought it was funny. Yeah, I watched like the women's rumble um, yeah. last week. Don't clip that out of context. <laughs> I thought it was funny. I watched the women. Um, <laughs> like we watched the women's rumble, and like, there was it was good. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was, was like a good. there was Shayna Baszler was in there, and um, yeah. I didn't know who like she was, but a friend of mine was telling me she was actually a pretty good uh, UFC fighter yeah. back in the day. Like she was, like had a pretty good record. But she just seems like she's just having a blast. Like looking mm-hmm. at all her stuff on social and stuff, she's just having fun. Yeah. And like she's also a massive Warhammer nerd, I yeah. found out. She used to have like fucking corn like emblems on her stuff until they brought her up to the main roster and that's kinda like Yeah. You can't do that. I mean she might still do, it. like some of them did like one WrestleMania, um I think it was because the WrestleMania was sponsored by it, but um I think it was right about the time one of the Final Fantasy fourteen expansions came out. So yeah, I know. I remember this. the new day came out dressed as um like samurai and stuff, right? Yeah. Like uh, it was like Stormblood themed costume. Yeah, someone was a red sponsored mage. by Stormblood. Yeah. That was really cool. But they do that yeah, again I, then. So they could do that with uh, Total War Warhammer Three. Yeah. Which also, sorry, just side note, Warhammer Three looks fucking sick. The trailer yeah. looks awesome. The trailer's great. Please give me ogres as yeah. a playable race. That's all I want. Can't you sort of play as ogres? In not really. Not yet. You can play like you can play like Norska who have yeah, like, that's what I was saying. like um, some troll units yeah. and a couple of ogres and stuff, but not like ogres ogres. Yeah. Like Shrek. Like I want I want real ogres. I want ogres as an actual like faction with different units rather than just like because you usually you just get an ogre or something like yeah. that in Warhammer, whereas I want like ogre like troops of ogres. I think it's really interesting that they're still making Warhammer Total War in that vein. Like, I don't. I thought like the third one would be the one where they just break the world and rebuild it to like match the tabletop game, but it seems like they're continuing with the classic War, fantasy Warhammer, which is nice. I prefer it. It's yeah. I I I like Total War games in general. I think all the history nerds crying is also funny to me. Because yeah. clearly more people are into Warhammer Total War because it's it's fun, it's fantasy. Yeah, and like the, be- like, the where's best... the next medieval? The, <laughs> the best historical one is hands down Three Kingdoms. That was, oh, yeah, Three it Kingdoms was so good. good, but you know, 
dudes on Reddit and the internet are like, oh, I want to be a, a Deus Vault. It's, uh, no, it's, it's, it's fun though. Like, I, I do my, like, with some of my friends, we do small battles, right? Shout out to the small battle boys out there. Um, you know, whether that's in the bedroom or whether that's on uh, Warhammer, we're all having a small battle, baby. Another Monday, another fight. Another <laughs> Monday, fight. But no, we do like, we do battles with like a very limited number of gold. So it's yeah. like you get like 10k gold or something like that, which will buy you a, a leader and like three units of something good or like 10 units of fucking zombies or whatever. Like, yeah. And it, it's fun. It's a small, like, apart from the fact that one of my friends always picks dwarves and always goes to those like insanely good and cheap dwarf flamethrower guys. Yeah. It's uh, it's fun. It's fun. Get a little gang of dwarves out. You know what I mean? Get the little little squad battles rather than being like grandiose all the time. Yeah, but yeah, um, I dig it. Speaking of battles, just to return it to wrestling and our final topic for today. Um, if you could fight anyone at WrestleMania, who'd it be? It could be anyone. Could um, be a historical figure. Could be your neighbor if you have problems with your neighbor. <laughs> I mean, I don't have any neighbor problems. Yeah. Probably, I mean, I was going to say someone that's dead there, so I can't really say that. Can Christ, I? I mean, you can if you want. I was going to say Bam Bam Bigelow, because I hate his fucking shirt. Um, oh. <laughs> but I don't like his shirt. But he was really All good. Right, I didn't like his shirt. He was good. I don't know. Um, probably Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, Leather as iconic pricks. as Hulk Hogan is, Hulk Hogan is like, Hulk Hogan is a prick. Yeah. I'd love to wrestle Hulk Hogan. Or Vince McMahon himself. Like, he would batter me because Vince McMahon's fucking huge. Yeah. He's juiced the fuck up. Um, but he's, like, he's just a turd, isn't he? Yeah. He's just a turd. What about you? Yeah. Go on. Um, I've got two. So the first one would be my own brother. Um, Why? Because he's. What you f- like, your brother? I do, but he's definitely the favorite child. So I think I could cut a good promo on him. Because half of the fun of wrestling is the promo packages. There's that famous one, The Rock v Austin for WrestleMania X7 with um, the Limp Biscuit song in the background, which sounds like a shit show, but it's one of the most compelling um, match promo packages ever made. Um, but just like executive, like a decent song in the background. Me shouting at Dean about like uh, how he's definitely the favorite child. Not that it's ever been a problem. Like my parents don't hate me, and I don't hate them or anything. But it'd just be <laughs> if you could turn that up to eleven for a wrestling pay per view, and then just to get the absolute shit kicked out of me um, by Dean, even though he's a very timid man, he uh, he he's, he he can throw some bombs when he wants to. Um, so just for the spectacle of that, and just to have me um, defeated at WrestleMania, that would be my opponent if I was. Putting Dean over, putting someone over would be my own flesh and blood. Um, anyone? Um, obviously Margaret Thatcher. Um, <laughs> so what would oh, happen? Yeah, I would love to pile drive Margaret Thatcher. What would happen would be like, obviously it would have to be in the eighties. Underworld match. <laughs> yeah, and then it would be, but like one of the main things about WWE and like Vince McMahon's obsession with having crossover potential is like having. Um, people on board, like celebrities and stuff like that. So I'd hopefully get Aaron under the guise, maybe in this alternate universe where WWE aren't scared to put any more pay-per-views in England, even though the ones they do have always been really good. Um, and like, yeah, Margaret Thatcher's on board. Oh my God, hey, Gary, you're going to go up against her. Just let her like slap you a few times and then lay it down. I'd be like, absolutely. And then as soon as the bell goes, it turns from a nice match into a shoot fight. And I just beat the living piss out of her. Tear off my whatever I'm wearing. There's a miner's costume on underneath. 
and then I just um, choke slammer into a, a minecart full of coal. Then Ronald Reagan comes from the side and just fucking drops. Yeah, Ronald Reagan it. comes in with a chair. I duck <laughs> under it, throw freedom powder in his eyes, and then he's, he's like, oh, this isn't powder, this is crack. I'm like, oh, how does it feel, dickhead? And then, uh, yeah. I would, book, I would book a Royal Rumble, right? Okay. I would book a Royal Rumble, and I would be entrant one, and yeah. everybody who came after me would be, like, people who have just, like, disrespected me or insulted <laughs> me over time, right? Okay. Like, apart from, like, a, just a couple of people that I really do not like, like Tony Blair or something. Yeah. Like, but I would book it so that I eliminate everybody. Nobody else eliminates anyone else. It's just me. It's just me taking all of them out. Like that one girl that was like, oh, you know, like jokingly said, oh, do you want to go out with me? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, uh, I'm kidding. It's fucking straight through a table immediately. Jesus. Like, <laughs> that guy who said that my long hair looked shit, fucking boom, like speared. <laughs> Anyone who's ever inconvenienced me. That old German lady that <laughs> yelled at me once for not speaking German off the top rope. Jesus. <laughs> Just anyone. It'd be like a fucking 70 man rumble of anyone who's ever disrespected me or insulted me. And and Tony Blair. God. Um Tony Blair comes in later. I, I, I don't know where I am. And I just fucking spear him. <laughs> just bang. I'll just say oh. do something really like fucked up in terms of in the wrestling context like, everything would be safe and stuff but like just get someone that you don't like like uh someone off the top of my head i don't know i would say boris johnson but i think he's pretty old so you won't have any grandparents but like um let me think i guess i was walking up from school one day and someone like shouted ginger bastard at me so i'll find that yeah, guy um, and then, like, I'll have, like, a, a group, like, a stable, which is uh, the wrestling term for a group of guys. Um, and I have them, like, hold him back while I put his grandma through a table on, like, the stage. Obviously, it's safe. And, like, she's not, because it's not her fault. Like, this guy's a dickhead. It, but for all he knows, I'm, I've got his grandma locked in. Just put her through a table and uh, he's getting held back. And I, no, no, no. Like, <laughs> and you just batter this guy's grandma. <laughs> yeah. Just <laughs> absolutely just total elimination. You know? Oh, no, actually, I know. Um, everyone everyone on the bus outside of college when I slipped up <laughs> and fell on the ice in front of the bus, everyone on that bus, <laughs> they're all getting it. Like that's it. That's my that's my wrestling persona. Just vengeance, vengeance against anyone who has ever slighted me. <laughs> At all. I've got a really fucked up one. Okay, more fucked up than I want to batter some guy's grandma. <laughs> hey, yes. So what happens is, um, you get <laughs> it's Here like because um. WWE and like wrestling companies, they do a lot of things with um like charities and stuff like that. And I just want to be there when like in the middle of the ring and like up until that point, I'm a good guy, baby face, everyone loves me, all that stuff. Well, you know, not everyone loves me. I'm not that narcissistic. But like just doesn't matter what the charity's for, I'll probably make the charity not something too serious because I don't want to come off as Satan. But like say it's like um I don't know, flood relief. That's pretty middle of the road charity thing and they're like oh yeah WWE are partnering with whatever for flood relief blah, blah, blah. Uh, and just like they hand the mic to me it's like oh yeah I'm so proud to be um, representing um, this 
generic flood relief charity. I won't say that, obviously. I'll say that name or something like that. Uh, but I've got something to tell. Let's say the guy in charge is called Richard. I've got something to, to tell Richard, in fact. Wonderful announcement. He's like, oh, what's that, girl? Like, you've got a completely new storm coming, pal. Just super kick him in the fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> Just cock the back of my leg and just fucking take it. And I was like, holy shit, what the fuck? This man's like, what's he doing? He's coming off Buka. I'm like, yes. And this is Jesus Christ. Tear oh. off my shirt. I've got floods are okay written on my fucking shirt. That's how like that's that's like how I would go as like uh booking myself as like a heel or something. Yeah. I'd do one of those like make a wish things like John Cena does and then just fucking switch in music some kids. <laughs> 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 Me and the kid in the face. Yeah. You go to like you're like a children's hospital and some kid's like, Oh, I've been wanting to meet you the whole time. Just like Bang. <laughs> I've got someone who wants to meet you as well. This knee. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> just, <laughs> it's just it could get darker and darker. I don't want to go there really. Just like it's some kid similar. in the ICU just like spit. <laughs> no, what you do is you you prank the parents. You get the kid in on it, and like, oh, like what's um, or like say it's the kid's wish to like see me, and then I'm like, okay, well, take out one of the shows and stuff. And I was like, and then there's loads of like promo packages during the night of like me backstage hanging out with this kid, introducing him to like John Cena and everything, all the great stuff. And his parents are in the audience, like, oh my god, what a nice guy. And then at the end of the show, I bring him out and I just fucking put him through a table. But it's obviously like a doll, it's not a real kid. But his parents are so far <laughs> away, they can't tell. I'm just like, goodbye. <laughs> God, that that'd be so that'd be so funny though. Like, that would be the oh god. Imagine imagine the levels of dark he could get. Like, you get you, you get the kid involved, right? Like he he's yeah. part of it, as you say. Like, you know, you're playing a prank on his parents, but it's just like you know, it's it's some kid that's like really you know, he's he's make a wish. Like he's not. Yeah. He's not got long left, kind of thing. But you just get like the Undertaker to like body slam a fucking doll of him into like a coffin or something like that, and just be like, <laughs> just imagine that. Imagine people's reactions to that. Like, what the fuck? But then he just like he do like a little magic trick, and he comes out. It's the actual kid. Like, hey, I'm here. <laughs> Parents are crying and screaming, and then they just see like the kid waving from the ring. Like, oh, yeah, you right, mom. I've got one I'm last um, before I, well before we wrap this up because we're going quite long. Um, we come are, on, last one. It's not fucked up. I mean, it could be fucked up. If, yeah, do, do, was... do something not fucked up to make us sound a little bit nicer than we just <laughs> talking about ten minutes worth of like wrestling with fucking children. So what happens is I my WWE contract or AEW whatever company I would be working for my contract's up. Um, whether or not I retire after it is irrelevant, but you know, it's my last match for that company for the foreseeable future. Um, it's at WrestleMania or whatever AEW's equivalent will be in a couple of years' time. And it doesn't matter who my opponent is, but they come out dressed as a jar of peanut butter and they just fucking lather me because I'm allergic to peanut butter. Spoiler. And just have someone who's dressed as a jar of peanut butter kick the shit out of me. Oh, and then I you never gladly... see me again. I would gladly be the peanut butter jar. 
I'd be one like, because I love Peter Boy, and two because I'd love to batter you. I'd be like, I'd just be like cutting a promo, and he's like, "Oh yeah, you fucking useless! Like I'm the greatest thing that ever happened to this company." You know, like what are you doing? And he comes and says, "Peter Boy, you can't do that. You can't do that. Stay away from me." There's a Rikishi mm. with peanut butter all over his ass. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Imagine. That. Was Rikishi one of those wrestlers everyone always said was dead? Yeah, somebody thought he was dead. There was always dead, a rumor about there. him being dead. Yeah. It's like, he's, he's not dead. He's still kicking it. Yeah. Rikishi's an icon, dude. Like So those guys, like Rikishi and Too Cool, right? Yeah. Have the fucking 90s style just on lock. They do. They did. Like, just the fucking, like, oh, the, the, the sunglasses. <laughs> like, the little yellow sunglasses and shit, like the Oakleys with the... Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. However, I will give you five British pence if you can tell me what Scotty Too Hotty is doing these days without using Google. Uh, pornography. No, he's a fireman. Is he? Yes. Jesus, that's... that's... <laughs> Sorry that I went down the old. Like, <laughs> you, you'd be forgiven. A lot of wrestlers have. Yeah, I, I mean, Val Venus is a <laughs> oh, Val Venus is a right wing conspiracy nut, apparently. Yeah, I right, that's a bit. Like, he is a me. Like Val, Val Venus is off Twitter and stuff because of all the weird conspiracy shit he said. Oh, take me back to a time when he was just stripping. Yeah. Take me back to those days. The old days. Oh that uh, SmackDown versus Raw. That story. Just bring it. That extremely racist storyline where the uh all the, the stable because for some reason at the time Vince McMahon used to put all wrestlers of the same nationality in like um God, yeah, that was, was and those fuck. those Japanese lads tried to cut off <laughs> Val Peterson's dick with a samurai sword. Fucking hell! I remember they had like that was a that was a thing in WWE like for the longest time, like for the longest longest time, wasn't it? Where they had like um, like all these all these different storylines. Like back in the day, it was like oh the the Asian guy was like the evil like Chinese guy who threw sand in people's eyes and shit, yeah, or whatever. And they they always had that kind of stuff. Like I remember they had a. Uh, do you remember yeah, what's if his you're name? Foreign, you're a heel and you're. Sneaky that that was Vince but that McMahon's was even that was even up and like till recently. No, absolutely, yeah. There's one. Like, there's a guy called Rusev who came out like he was Bulgarian, and uh, because he used to his gimmick was use the Bulgarian brute. But because Vince McMahon has two IQ when it comes to world geography, he's like, oh yeah, he's gonna come out at WrestleMania on a tank. It was a fucking great entrance, but uh, in the tank, there was a Russian flags on there. I was like, oh, what's going on? It turns out he was given a medal by the Russian Federation, and that's why he's representing Russia. Like, Christ. Jesus. Yeah, like, he, he's, he's just old school, sort of like nationalist American Vince McMahon, isn't he? I mean, do, you remember, do you remember the whole thing with, like, Mohammed Hassan? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that was it. Like, they, they, just, they just wanted people to hate him for being, like, from the Middle East. Yep. And I like, just brought him out with his, like, it seems like, and it's just like, everyone's like, the, the audience, like, boo. Like, well, why are you booing? Like, it's just, it's just Arabic. <laughs> like, yeah. No, before, before. His theme um, song's Arabic, and everyone's like, boo. I could be getting my timelines mixed up, but like, that gimmick started before 9 11. And like, the whole, he was coming out in, or oh, was it 
I can't remember when it was, but I remember the gimmick started and his whole character thing was like, oh, you people don't respect me. Like, he was right. Like, all those promos he was cutting was right. He was like, oh, like, you all assume that I'm evil because I'm foreign, blah, 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 and all that stuff. And then people were starting to come around to that. And then I think they just changed it to be like, oh, yeah, he's probably a terrorist sympathizer. And yeah, like, they, and this, it's, it's sad it, and because, like, it's sad because what do you do at that stage? Like, what what do you do if you're a, if you're a wrestler at that point? You know what I mean? Like, if you are him, right, and you've been given this, like, you know, because I guess a lot of them they work to get that. They, that's that's the goal of what they work for is yeah. to be like part of this like main roster of like the biggest thing in the world, isn't it? Yeah. Like, how, how do you deal with that? Like, obviously, my innate action would be to say, "Go fuck yourself." Yeah. I'm not doing this, but it's hard. I think it's hard for them to say. Especially like, at the time he was doing it, because like it wasn't many games in town. Like these days, you can see like, "Oh fuck you, I'm going elsewhere." There's independent wrestling's really yeah. Make, there's arguably make a better living on independent wrestling, depending on how many times. Uh, how many bookings you take because the contracts in WWE are extremely sus. Um, but yeah, but at the time it was like the biggest game in town, and like yeah, I guess you could have gotten TNA. I think he actually did go to TNA eventually, but the money was nowhere near as good, and sort of like that's what you've based your livelihood on. And you, the the unfortunate thing is like there's been people in the past who've started off with joke gimmicks who've like transitioned to being serious and like beloved eventually um but those cases are very slim but like it's sort of like in your if you're in that position do you take the um risk of like you might be the one of the ones who gets out or it's it's sad dude yeah it's really it's really sad it's really really sad i mean it it seems like with stuff like uh obviously i don't know that much but it seems like aew is like way better in some respects their their women's division isn't as progressive and stuff like that not because they're like misogynistic or anything but just like they don't seem to give the women on the roster the time to wrestle and stuff which is annoying because they they bought up a bunch of talent that are really good and can fucking go and kick each other's faces off but they're like ah oh, no, let's all put like kenny omega center stage in the bullet club and all that stuff we're like eh, this was fun in like 2016 lads let's move on <laughs> but yeah anyway uh yeah this episode's getting a bit long in the tooth pal what are you up to this week um gooning dude um <laughs> just, just, just edging all week all right <laughs> cool <laughs> no i'm i'm working i'm working as usual but i will be uh i'm back into the swing of things on the old streams Mm-hmm. Um, I bought a wireless Xbox controller because I'm gaming. Nice. Um, I'm a hardcore gamer. I saw um, that you're a hardcore gamer. <laughs> yeah, that was that was on the advertisement for the battery pack I bought. <laughs> hardcore gaming. No, um, yeah, I'm back streaming again this week. I'm going to be playing uh, Neo Two. Nice. Um, which Let me I know how that looks- is because I was getting curious about it. I I will let you know. Um, I've heard it's very good. Uh, I heard that like it's been out on PlayStation for a while, isn't it? But yeah, yeah I it only just came to PC. Yeah. Mm. So I'm gonna I'm gonna play that this week. Uh, we finished Blasphemous, by the way, which fucking owns. If you like Metroidvania style games, please play that. It fucking it really owns. Yeah, it's such a good game. It's very it's all like I think the dev team is from Spain, mm-hmm. and it's all like Spanish sort of like Gothic Catholic shit. It's awesome. Yeah. It's super good. Um, but yeah, playing playing Neo, uh, maybe playing a couple of other things, maybe even building some Warhammer on stream this week for a bit of a chill, you know what nice. I mean? But uh, yeah, you can, as always, uh, twitch.tv slash Z. You can also get me on Twitter, twitter.com slash TV, 
Um, again, we do have a Twitter account for the pod, uh, D4C Pod, uh, number yep. four on uh, the old Twitter. If you got any questions, you got any, you got any opinions on anything we spoke about. Uh, you got any nice things to say about me and my voice? Um, if you got any terrible things to say about James and his voice, we'll also take don't those. say anything bad about me, or you'll, you'll get fucking blocked. All right, instantly. None of that. Uh, <laughs> none of that. Uh, yeah, leave us a message on there, or leave a message on my Twitter, or just come and tell all of your friends to go to my stream so that I can make a living off it. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's me. That's me for the week. How about you? What are you doing? Uh, not much. Working. As usual, uh, on Twitter, Fairy Stature. Um, I'm now representing Railgrade, which is a delightful little train game uh, that you can check out on Steam Hashtag and wishlist it. So Hashtag I, sponsored. So, uh, no. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's, it's honestly a wonderful game. I'm quite enamored by it, but I just like trains, so I guess that's why. Um, but, yeah, more news to come as we progress. And that's about all for me. I guess I'm going to give this very, uh, a this... try. This is yeah. We we should put some Valheim. We can chat about it next week. Yeah. There's a lot of things now. It's always awkward, and I'm like, uh, I'm very. Uh, I think especially being like, um, being you know from England, England, it's very much one of those things where we sort of end up saying like, um, oh, how are you? What you've been up to? What are you doing? And nowadays nobody's doing fucking shit. So, <laughs> but we still cool. ask. We'll still ask. Right. I'll, I'll always ask. What you've been up to? Fucking out. Fucking out, shite. Fucking out, mate. Fucking protecting the integrity of this fucking nation. Fucking Brexit. Uh, fucking out. Thanks. But yeah, that's that's all from me, pal. Yeah, yeah, same. Same. Um, no more fan mail. Yeah, no more fan mail. Peace and love. Have a good week, folks. Um, and we'll see you next week to talk stuff and things. Yeah. To the extent and the extremes. Peace and love. Bye. Bye.